Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 84 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places. Other times, unfortunately, the rambling takes us nowhere, although there's always some nuggets along the way. That's the risk of embracing the unknown. And today is the 24th of December, the night before Santa Claus travels the world. (laughs) I remember as a kid, the excitement that comes with Christmas, hey, the stocking that I used to have on the end of my bed. It wasn't even a stocking, it was like a my nan's old tights you know the long tights that women wear so it's like half a tight just one of the legs at the end of the bed and i keep waking up you know i'd wake up at three at four at five and i'd touch at the end of my bed and i'd find the empty tight and I'd say, oh he hasn't been yet you know and then eventually it would come like seven o'clock in the morning and boom it was full you know it's like it's full of presents <laughs> lots of fruit as well my nan used to make them of course it wasn't santa claus but during the time it was so magical and i remember just you know grabbing it off the end of my bed and running into my nan to my nan's room and say nan can we open them can we open them and we'd sit down with my nan and we'd open them i can just i can only imagine the joy it would have brought my nan so much joy just to watch us in that excitement you know in that magical mystery of christmas and santa claus and him coming down the chimney and leaving him food you know we used to leave him some i don't know if it was like shepherd's pie like a proper meal but also some a carrot for the reindeer you know and and it goes to show again how these stories impact our childhood and and how they bring that even though they're not real they're fiction but again how as kids we do live in a, in a in a world of fiction right as adults as well although we become or we think we become more realistic and in touch with reality but as kids we're totally totally open to embrace all that is you know the magics the magical stories the the hidden i don't know i mean life is always gonna be a mystery right but there's something about being a kid that innocence that vulnerability or naivety even to this believe you know in santa claus and his elves and the reindeers and ah red the red-nosed reindeer and all the songs i was just just thinking how how christmas just brings us all together doesn't matter if it's real it's not real it's christian it's not christian the fact is that it's a time of year that brings people together families people that you haven't seen all year maybe you know i was just seeing a friend here or a friend of corinna's and you know they hadn't seen each other for three years and because she came here to see her family for christmas they got to see each other it's like it's just really is a time coming together not for everyone of course not everybody likes christmas i also have a friend who who doesn't celebrate christmas and that's also cool there's some resistance towards christmas there's resistance to towards consumerism there's resistance to overeating and drinking loads of alcohol and getting wasted because obviously there are those that um go over the top but you know don't we all go over the top sometimes but um yeah i mean i remember spending i think it was a whole christmas on my own like from the 20th i don't know just the whole christmas period 
and I did a fast. I just ate, I did a rice fast. So I ate rice porridge for the whole period. And it's like going, not against, but doing the opposite. And that was kind of a special experience as well, because when you're so used to that time of year being full of people, full of games, full of activity, full of food, full of drink, and then suddenly you're just sat with yourself in that space of what could be called loneliness and just to be with yourself and I don't know it's it's kind of it's like going on retreat you know it, it's 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 really nice if you want to experience something different you don't really feel like being around people go on a fast spend Christmas alone go on holiday with yourself go out for dinner with yourself don't feel you have to participate in Christmas uh, mayhem um, or party or whatever not necessarily mayhem but for some people it's a bit too much or maybe they're going through a phase in their life that they don't really fancy any of that that's cool we should respect everyone right um what else has been happening today it's been a very eventful day actually emotional Corinna had a bit of a breakdown because there's this idea of well it's not an idea it's 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 a reality and it happens to myself as well when I go back and visit my family it's not easy you know because they live a very different lifestyle very different environment levels of stress tend to be higher in their space you know they, they have their jobs they have their stress they we talked about Christmas anxiety I think it was yesterday or the day before and it's real you know there's anxiety there's stress there's pressure in the space not just at Christmas time but in general their lifestyle so obviously staying in, in that space is you know if you're not used to it if you don't have the tolerance for that anymore it's like if you leave a city you're a city person you lived in the city for your whole life but then you go and live on an island for two years then come back and live in the city see how it feels so um i think the lesson of her breakdown was you don't have to come to visit them just to show them that you love them you know you can get on with your life um you just or just just know that you're coming here and you're going to experience you're going to experience the frustration. You're going to experience the anxiety. You're going to experience the stress. You're going to feel them. You're going to get triggered. You know, family are the best, the best triggerers. You know, <laughs> they're our best mirrors, and they bring up shit all the time. Obviously, they're our best lovers as well. They're going to love us unconditionally forever, no matter what we do. Right? That family love that just loves, and that's beautiful as well. Ah, what else? What else is coming up? Death. Death is also the topic of today. Um, not, not Jesus, although I think he did die on the cross around Christmas. <laughs> no, was that Easter? I have no clue. Excuse my ignorance. But um, a friend of Corinna, her, his dad, two days ago, started vomiting blood. And they found out he's got a massive cancer. Um, and he nearly died a couple of nights ago in the hospital. But they've managed to keep him alive and they've been doing some blood transfusions. But it just goes to show that you never know. You really never know when you're going to have to face death. Maybe not yourself, but a loved one, a friend, family member. And it just invites you to, to really appreciate and cut the bullshit, man. Cut out the stupid, nonsensical arguments. Love, love the people around you. Don't get caught up in bullshit, in egotistical bullshit the end of the day means nothing these little stories jealousy just stupid arguments because tomorrow could be the day that your mum dies your dad dies your brother dies you never know um so death is always a reminder 
to appreciate, to respect life, to appreciate life. It really just knocks people back into their, into a place of humility, you know? It humbles you, death humbles you, death around you. If you can make friends with death, you will, uh, yeah, I think you'll be a different person. Different person, somehow. It has, it has a big effect. And, you know, they, they talk about the people that have near-death experiences, right? And how it changes them for life. Um, just shifts everything. Death is a massive, massive catalyzing event for people. You know, we fear death. Of course, we fear losing our loved ones. But when, when, they, uh, when it happens, they catalyze, they catalyze us forever. Like the event of death catalyzes forever. And obviously you can respond in many different ways to death. You can take it, you can manage it. People manage it in different ways. It can be positive, can be negative. You know, people, people talk of funerals. I would talk of a celebration, no? I, I, I don't want people to cry. I mean, sure, they can cry. It's cool. I cry. I love crying. But what I mean is, I don't want them to just have a funeral for me. I want them to have a big fucking party. I want them to celebrate my life, you know, whenever the time comes. And I think anyone with the same mind would want everyone around them when they die to not suffer and celebrate their death, you know? It's just a, it's a very, very interesting paradox, that one, of death. Celebrating death, making friends with death. But yeah, that's the Christmas 24th, the day before Santa Claus comes down that chimney. Uh, quick recap, we've talked about the magic mysteries of Christmas when, during, during that time of being a kid the innocent kid that believes and experiences the, the, the magic of the fiction of Christmas and uh, yeah, others that maybe don't want to embrace the mayhem of Christmas or, or the, the eating, the being with people so why not spend Christmas alone? you know? Maybe you spend enough time with people during the year and you want to treat yourself to some, some you time. Some you time for Christmas. Why not? And death. How, how death catalyzes us for the good and for the bad. But it's part of life and uh, it's not always easy to, to accept death, to embrace death. But ultimately it changes us forever. Whether it's ourselves or more importantly the people around us. Yeah, have an amazing Christmas Eve if you're listening to this. And I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Ciao for now.